Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 46 of the Project Tech Gaming Podcast. I'm your host for this week, Kelvin Rallone, and I'm joined by co-host, Robert Garcia. What's up, buddy? How's it going, man? How's it going? It's going well, man. We have a special episode going on today, um, mostly because we have, not not because of Pokemon Diamond Pearl, but because we have a special guest here. Um, He is... uh, podcaster that we've uh, known for quite some time now and he is here killing the game on youtube uh ladies and gentlemen welcome binge worthy gamings kevin fairbrother what's up buddy what's up what's up buddy i appreciate you guys having me uh, on guys yeah man yeah it's it's been a, a long coming because we've been talking about this for quite some time and yeah i've we've all we both wanted you like on the podcast we just kind of wanted the right opportunity and i think this is it right Make, makes sense i play a lot of pokemon and new pokemon games so timing's good yeah yeah for sure for sure um, so yeah, before we get started to the main, you know, to the original podcast here, we're going to actually talk to you a little bit and just kind of get a little bit more information on you. Like, why are you a YouTuber? Like, so what started it all basically? Well, it actually started way back, uh, probably about three and a half years ago. I actually had to go out for like a knee surgery. So what happened was it was a, it was a just a knee scope, nothing major, but it was about a week. I couldn't go to work. So I was sitting home, wife was at work, kids were at school. And I was just like, well, I've always wanted to do it. So this is my opportunity. I didn't have any of the equipment. So I literally propped my iPad to my TV monitor and I just recorded and posted it. And yeah, it's been about three years since and still here. Three years. Wow. Oh, wow. Three I didn't years. know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. And uh, so, what, so for the audience, what do you do on YouTube? Like what is your, your niche? My, uh, my niche is essentially uh, play a lot of Pokemon. Uh, my channel used to be called the Poke Man back in the day, but I, I changed it up a little bit. I didn't want to be I didn't want to be pigeonholed, that. right? Just just Pokemon, but right. now I play a little bit right, of right. Cuphead. Um, I tease you with a little bit of Kingdom Hearts, and I just dabble in a little bit of shooters and stuff like that. Just having fun. Nice, nice. Um, and then, so what kind of stroke like stroke you to like actually change your name to Binge Worthy the Gaming? Um. So initially with po- or how did how did you come to up to the, with the game? I, I, yeah. I, know. I always like the story of like how people come up with their names. Well, with the Poke Man, let's we'll start with that one. Okay. Um, okay. My nickname is always K Man, so I was thinking like okay. you know the Poke Man Pokemon, right? So I was like that that's where that one came from. But again, I didn't want to be pigeonholed, just thinking like I'm only a Pokemon channel. So then I was just thinking something that'd be catchy. If someone seen my name, they're gonna be like, this guy's got a million subs or something, right? Because it <laughs> it sounds bigger than it is, so it's a trick. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, welcome. We really appreciate you actually being on the show for us. You're the very first like guest on our show, so this is this is exciting for us, and and you know I hope it's exciting for you as well. Oh yeah, man. I'm pretending I'm cutting the ribbon for you guys. So, oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> appreciate that. Well, we have some some news to talk about, but definitely the discussion for this week is going to be pretty juicy because it's going to be all Pokemon, right? Yeah. So uh, before we get to the to the Pokemon stuff let's get into the news real quick here um so first off here we have uh league of legends fighting game and development so let's start off there so riot games releases the first gameplay video of project l a fighting game set in the league of legends universe project l is planned to be a tag tag team styled fighter with players managing teams of two and swapping between them during fights the video also showed off an early look at the controls and according to canon the goal is to create a fighting game style that is easy to learn, but hard to master. Quote, I feel like every modern fighting game has claimed to be doing that. So what will actually mean, what will that actually mean in practice remains to be seen. So this is from Kotaku, end quote. 
So this is kind of like a League of Legends slash Dragon Ball Fighters game, and I'm all for it. I don't know what you guys think about it. Let's start off with Rob. Yeah, I saw this, and you know I'm a fan of League of Legends, even though I don't play the game hardcore. Um, you know, Summoner's Rift. I, I like the the characters. I like the stories about the characters. I like the art style of the game. So seeing this and being a fan of Dragon Ball Fighter Z, I think this is a home run for them. Um, yeah, I like the way that they... I was surprised it took this long for them to even come up with like a fighting game for League of Legends because of all the characters they have. Um, so yeah. Awesome, awesome. Kevin? Um, same. I kind of got the Dragon Ball Fighters vibe as well, but I actually got a little bit of Marvel versus Capcom vibes when I was checked out the trailer. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, especially uh, yeah, with yeah. like the tag team that kind of swap in and help out. Like that, that's that's where I got. I've never actually played League of Legends, but like the art style looked great for me. But I'm Not basically right there with you though. Never one. No, you played, played League of Legends, Kel. Yeah, but I'm like, <laughs> I've never been invested in the slightest. I get the lore behind it, but I, I've just never. It was. It's not a game for me, right? Um, so going into this, like I'm like, all right, I, I I do like the characters. I do enjoy like seeing like how um, they've built this like whole world like built from these games, right? Where they started off with the like the the MOBA style fighting game or the MOBA style League of Legends, and then they kind of have like this RPG game coming out, and now like this like tag team fighting game, like that's that's pretty cool. Again, having those characters, like I do like the characters, so maybe this might make me a little bit more enticed to play the game or something. You know, we'll see. I think it's a good entry point for people to actually like. For example, you're not you guys aren't really into League of Legends that much, but it if you play this game, it <laughs> might get you to the door to actually be invested in League of Legends because of that entry point. Yeah, I mean, is, yeah, is there sure. ever a fear for like a like a game developer to they're just broadening too much, like they're just kind of throwing shit at the wall mm. and seeing what sticks? You know what I mean? Is there ever a fear of that or? Could be. I mean, we talked about that. I think it was last episode, right? Where we talked about how, um, what was the game that was kind of Sonic? Kinda... You were talking about Sonic. Yeah. That like but, so, they, Sonic does everything. In regards to what though? There was one specific game that we were talking about. I forgot what it was. Uh, I don't remember, but yeah. Oh, Dragon Ball Z. A... It was Dragon Ball Z because oh, Dragon that's right. Ball the new Z Dragon Ball Z game coming yeah. out with yeah, with the, the Cell yeah. game there, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. So the there, there's they're called. both both of them are culprits for doing that. They they constantly have these like different type of genres for these games that kind of like hey let's see how this sticks let's see if this works and some of them do some of them don't and i don't know it, it can kind of deter people from playing the game because it's like oh they're just trying to like you know try anything that works but this looks promising because it does look like it's quality right it looks like it's actually going to work out um but it remains to be seen it looks like it's still early on though right yeah they say they don't have like a release date anything like that so we can expect this for at least another year or two at, at the minimum very very early stages but i'm glad that they're kind of like like giving us a heads up be like hey like we're making this but just like we're gonna take our time making this thing yeah i do like this the art style too right it has like that um kind of like that classic like again fighter z kind of look to it but i don't know I, I don't know if it has to do with the style of the gameplay or the, just the characters themselves it just looks like it's really cool some of the characters like there's one character I forget his name, but he kind of like stops in time, like stops time or something like that. That is pretty cool. And he's able to like use that to his advantage and kind of like attack enemies, but then make them slower so you can kind of like build up a combo. I don't know his name. Do you know his name? In, in League of Legends or? The the new League of Legends game. That they're was it Echo? Was it the, the guy with like the sword? Uh, 
don't maybe know. it was, was Darius, like the, the, the black dude there. I don't remember. Really. It was Echo. 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 Yeah. 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 He he looks sick. I like him for sure. So funny story, uh, Kevin. I was I was we were doing the doc and I told Kelvin about this game and I was like just just watch the the video and he's like oh legal anything legal Legends, just like oh legal yeah. legends whatever it's fair so I hear him and he's like oh oh this is kind of dope what and I was like yeah yep. <laughs> so hopefully this will get you enthralled into the 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 world of legal legends well I know they're branching out too because sure. they have like a Netflix thing I just seen recently like Arcane. I guess what Have you watched it? No, but I mean, I've, I've passed it enough times now that I'm just like, I'm going to click you on it. You guys got to get on that. It's so good. I'm on episode eight, I think. Mm. So, and it's one of my favorite series on Netflix. Wow. Honestly, I can't wait to like watch the next episode. It, it's very well done. It I mean, does even look, if you, it does look good. I, I admit, I haven't seen anything of it besides the trailers, but it does look kind of sick like i don't know what's going on but again the, the characters that they have something about the characters that really make me like damn they look so cool like i want to see what what's behind them like why what's going on you know what's really good about arcane is that it's origin story so you don't really need to know about anything about league of legends to enjoy arcane it's strictly origin so you're right there when everything's happening cool interesting also i'm gonna say this was not planned i didn't I didn't mean to wear like the sweater and the black hat along with it, so it's funny that me and Robert were wearing the same thing. Well, it wasn't the sweater wasn't planned, but then I saw you wearing the black hat, ah. and I was like, I gotta wear the black hat now too because it's just perfect. So it matches, yeah, for sure. Well, I'm wearing the, the, the uh, white new, joggers down below. You guys just can't see it. So. There you go. I still got my scrub pants on, so <laughs> there's that. So. I'm the only human here. I, I'm wearing jeans over here. Like, what? What's wrong with me? I'm wearing actual Bro, I pants. Just, I just got out of work, so I'm, <laughs> I'm like rushing over here, like trying to like swallow my food and get downstairs. But I mean, you pretty much wear pajamas for work, so. Eh, yeah, yeah, Scrubs they're comfortable. Pajamas. Come on. Uh, they're, they are comfortable. I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> I'm sure your wife could could say the same thing because they're pretty comfortable. Oh, for sure. Now, uh, news number two, though. So, Sony patents PS5's faceplates. So, this is interesting because I think we talked about this on episode one or two, like the very first few episodes of the PTG podcast. Um, we talked about an, uh, another company trying to basically replicate the faceplate designs and Sony kind of suing them for that, for, for doing that. Um, so, this is kind of like what, a few months later, like eight months, 10 months later, and now Sony has filed patents for PS5 uh, faceplates. Uh, the design patent was originally filed just a week before the PS5 November launch last year, and it was subsequently published in the United States Patent and Trademark Office on November 16th. It has fueled speculations that Sony will create its own PS5 face plates or skins. Uh, third parties have attempted to file the, uh, to fill the black faceplate void, but Sony has threatened legal actions. A small company first named Plate Station 5, then customized... <laughs> My plates was forced to cancel and refund orders for black PlayStation 5 faceplates face last year following legal actions from Sony. Customize my plates returned earlier this year and is still selling custom plates. What do you guys think, Rob? Okay. So I get that Sony has a patent and they're trying to make their own custom plates. First off, there's a million other people that do this thing like for example like iphone there's a million people creating different cases for iphone right. there's a million different people creating all these type of things even for for switch custom switches and like f like screw off like you know I mean? let them <laughs> let them do their thing because if you want to do the custom faceplates thing sony 
you want to do that hurry up you're taking too long bro you're taking too long that's my opinion kevin well first and foremost uh the pun plate station i'd like to give a clap to that because that nice, right? that, that's, nice. that's that's that, that's some good marketing right <laughs> yeah there, that's say. perfect and secondly I brought this probably isn't like the market for me because I literally just got my PlayStation five. So the last thing I want to do is like hide it with something different. Right. So sure. Sure. But I mean, I think Sony should just worry about pumping out playstations before they worry about what people are decorating them with. Right. So mm, it's good. Yeah. Mm, I like that. I like that. 100%. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, to go to what you were talking about, Rob, I don't know. I, I kind of feel a little bit different about that. If you have a company and you have something that you're building off of and you're selling a product, you don't want some another company kind of taking that idea and then spinning it into their own way. Like obviously it happens all the time, right? But do they want that to happen? That does, that's not something that people want for them to do, right? So they have to take some type of legal action if they don't want people to, you know, make money off of them, right? Yeah, but th- this is something that obviously people want, right? And they're taking way too long when it obvious is that. You, they can just do it. it. It doesn't take that long to do because people are already doing it. So why but are you making justify. The, why, why why are you making the consumers wait when it can already be done? Well, to Kevin's point, they're worried about trying to sell these PS5s. They're worried about trying to manufacture these PS5s. Not worried about faceplates at the at, the, at this right you know at this very moment. But to right? go to go after companies to that are making these faceplates, like don't you have bigger fish to fry? Exactly, like create more True. PS5s. Like True. you're going, yeah. you're worried about legal action. Yeah, yeah. It goes both ways, I think. But 100%. yeah, I feel like if, if we had this major company and then someone was trying to steal something that we kind of like create or something, it would be a little like, all right, a little off putting. I'm like, all right, why? Like, there's no need for that. Like, I, I feel like I, I don't know if I would go to the extent of legal actions, but like, I would definitely, you know, be like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Or, or take, the, I mean, take another approach and just make a better product, right? Make a premium, mm. a premium skin that like nobody else has. And they can't right. do, and then just let the market decide. Right. Right now, so that's the thing. So I, it would be a huge issue if these companies were making like faceplates that had, you know, based off of like first party games for PS5, right? Like if they made like an Uncharted PS5 exactly. faceplate, that would be huge. I'd be like, no, 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 you can't do that. Yeah, so you can't do that. to Kevin's point, that's 100% true. They should definitely do their faceplates and then start kind of marketing their first party titles as far as like oh there's a god of war faceplate oh there's a last of us faceplate like that would probably like you said kind of bring them up one up one up the comp the competition basically right i feel like it was the same was done for ps4 remember how ps4 they made a big deal about you could change the faceplates on the ps4 but they never really did anything with that again it was just more about getting a limited edition console that had that stuff there wasn't really a market for the faceplates i mean there was a secondary market obviously for it but there wasn't like sony wasn't actually creating for ps4 faceplates for, ps4 yeah ps4 you can take off the faceplate i don't remember that are you serious right now my ps4 right here let me take a look yeah pop it <laughs> off. oh the top yeah the top yeah, yeah you're, right, you're right you can literally pop it but off. that nothing ever came about that right like nothing yeah it pops off no <laughs> hey you got it <laughs> he popped it off there you go <laughs> Right, and it wasn't too hard, right? So pop that off. It was, it was pretty easy. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. So I don't understand. Like they said, they were going to do the same thing for PS4, but they, right, they, right. nothing ever came of it. So True. that's why I'm confused that now PS5s on are like, no, you can't do that now. 
That's just, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I, I get you. I, I 100% understand. Um, I, Again, in a, in a business perspective, I can see that kind of fight, but I can also see it from like a, a consumer's perspective as well. Like, you know, like you're taking too long. Like these faceplates, they're being sold right here. Like I'm going to buy these because you're not providing what I want right now, you know. Right. But it is what it is. Uh, Would you – all right, so Kevin – what kind of faceplate would you want on your PS5 once you once you're once you're out of the honeymoon phase? You yeah. know what I mean. I mean, it probably would be a first person like t- or first. Uh, what was it? First party. First party. Yeah, yeah, exactly. First party. Yeah. Um, yeah. it probably would be something like Uncharted or like Ratchet and Clank or something like that. It could be a third party too. They, I yeah, mean, sure. Sony could definitely work with you know anybody and then just be like, hey, let's make some faceplates and kind of market your game for this and you know they can do that too you know so it doesn't have to be first party but i would assume sony would definitely market their first party titles first right? if they dive deeper into this are they going to probably steer away from like exclusive versions of the consoles like the miles morales ones and stuff like that or mm. i don't know right I feel like that's why they're getting upset about the legal action that's why they're taking legal action not necessarily they want to sell the faceplates themselves it's when they come out with limited edition consoles of these things people are less likely to purchase them because if i want a limited edition miles morales ps5 with right. miles morales on it i could either spend the 400 to get or 500 to get it through sony like a whole new system or i spend 80 dollars and get the base plates for it that look exactly the same for it. you know what i mean yeah. so that's i think that's why they're getting mad about the face place thing I mean, deep, yeah, deep down, I, I could, they might have thought there was never a market for it until they seen somebody else doing it successfully, and they're just like, I mean, hey, that's easy money for yeah. us. So, right, right, right. Now, how much do you think these will go for, though? That's the thing. Like, they have to be competitive, right? I don't know how much these faceplates are going right now with the third-party companies, but I can't imagine them being that much, right? Uh, I don't think they're that expensive. So, I'm looking at this one brand called D Brand. If you guys don't know, it's dbrand.com. Um, if you just want the, the plates, they are $60. Um, if you want the middle skin, like the, it's like, it's not a plate, but it's like skin that goes over the middle of the PS5. It's an extra $10. Um, so you're looking at about $70 for the complete set. Holy shit. Okay. What's also cool is, so it comes with the dark plates the uh it comes with mesh grill vent filters a middle skin and a microfiber cloth all for 70 dollars okay i mean not terrible i feel like it's a little pricey for my taste like i don't know these are kind of like luxury things so why would i i mean i guess you could spend 70 bucks and then get all that and then be fine with it but i don't know i feel like you're just for me a console is a console like yeah i love how my ps5 looks but i don't do anything with it besides just turn it on and start playing games you know Same. says the guy that bought the european version of Metal Gear solid 5 uh playstation 4 console yeah i just care i just i just turn it on and play games i don't i don't you know i mean but that's it. metal gear dude that's metal <laughs> gear like i saw that and i was like I, I have to buy that there's no way so i don't know if you if you didn't know kevin i, I bought the european metal gear solid 4 um Metal Gear Solid 5 limited edition ps4 console and yeah, I used it for a little bit and then I put it away and now it's in storage. <laughs> so I haven't used it since. <laughs> but it's nice. Uh, it's it's still sexy though. Would you guys buy this? Like would you do you, would you I mean Kelvin obviously you said no you you don't care about. But eventually Kevin do you would you uh 
want to hook up your PS5, change it up a little bit, you get bored of the, just the normal white and black. I'll tell you what, man. Out of all the systems I have, I've never put a faceplate or I've never customized any of them. They're all in their like natural form, so probably not me. Yeah, I agree. Would you? I think the I PS5 could... looks sexy already, you know? Uh, that's the problem. I like the aesthetic of the PS5. I like the white and I like the black mixed together. I think it, it's a good-looking aesthetic. If it was just a normal black console, probably I would probably switch it up. But yeah. I get bored. I hear you. One, one more thing I want to bring up to you guys. Do you remember back in the day, Xbox 360, how the faceplates were like a big deal? Yeah. And it was like super easy. But then I feel like after the 360, they everyone completely scrapped the faceplate thing. Like it wasn't cool anymore. Why do you think yeah. why do you think it, that fad went away? And it was it was it was cheap. It was like 20 10 bucks and 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 Microsoft made them. Yeah. I don't know. The faceplate for for Xbox 360 was weird because it didn't really do anything. It was just for the front, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like a little small piece. Just the front. It was just like the, the front of it and just popped it off. Yeah, and off. so I don't know. That didn't really do much. I don't know. I just feel like it was kind of like a waste of... I mean, I guess you can kind of like customize your, your own console and make it look kind of cool. But again, I, I feel like people just at this point, they don't really care about customizing their consoles. And I think what happened was a lot of it kind of happened. It started with, you know, all three of the consoles or mostly like Sony and uh, Microsoft where they actually started making their own exclusive like consoles for you know different games right so you have now like your miles morales or your your place your spider-man uh ps4 um you have all these other you know uncharted ps4 you have your god of war ps4 like those were kind of like the forefront and people wanted like a full-fledged like limited edition console based off of their favorite first party title you know but you've been yeah. were you a big 360 guy or no no i, I kept looking up because i got one there it's, it's not even plugged in or anything i barely ever use it and i just think and i remember having uh, a faceplate that my cousin gave me is final fantasy 13 i think and never used it once never so, used it no you still have games that you haven't even opened this, right this is fact you haven't even unwrapped this is fact you have steals wild. games yep wild <laughs> that is awesome no time man no I time <laughs> So it's it's just because you don't have the time to do it. Is that what it is? Pretty much, yeah. I got a job yeah. or work forty five, you know, fifty hours a week, and kids, wife, yeah, it's tough. That'll do I it. Yeah, that'll, that'll be the time killer right yeah, there. Exactly. I do the same thing, but they're all digital, so they're just tucked into like my cyberspace, like <laughs> like library. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But basically, some of the some games I haven't even touched. I haven't even like turned them on. So I hear you. Yeah, they're just building me money on the side there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I mean, sealed sealed copies of old games are going for like thousands now. You know, yeah, like sealed copies of like Mario sixty four. You could get them graded. I didn't know that was a thing, but you could that, get that's all awesome. sealed games graded, and like a sealed copy of Mario sixty four goes or Mar- yeah uh, goes for thousands of dollars. It's absolutely insane! Insane, dude! Insane. That's that's crazy. Well, guys, let's uh, let's scrap the the news for for now, and let's get into the really the, like the gritty part of the of this uh, episode here. Let's talk about Pokemon. So, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl released last week, right? And we all got a chance to play it. We all got a chance to have a good amount of time with it. Um, so, I'm just gonna go start off with Kevin here. Uh, which version did you get, Kevin? Shining Pearl. Ah, same, same. Mm. Ah, you got oh, okay, cool, cool. You got the actual hard copy. Nice. Oh, of course. 
I got the digital copy because I, I don't collect. I don't. I, I used to be a huge right. You know me, Rob. I used to collect yeah, yeah. like all my games, and now I just went full fledged like digital versions. Now I actually got a hard copy of Brilliant Diamond too. Oh, oh nice. boy, it, it was funny. I saw a meme earlier that or later that day. It was um, a guy at a cashier at the store, and he's buying uh, you know the new Pokemon game, and the cashier tells him, "Oh, you're buying that for your little brother," and the guy it says like 24, 25 year old me. And he's and he, in his head, he's like, "No, this is actually for me." <laughs> this is how it is. That legit. That legit happened to me in real life. Uh, I'm standing at GameStop. There was a a, uh-huh. a kid ahead of me with his mom buying the new Call of Duty because he couldn't buy it by himself, right? Right. Meanwhile, I'm standing okay. behind them. I've got the Strat Guide. I've got the new game, a Pokemon. I'm like, this is like backwards world, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. Right? Like, I should be the one buying Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <and> he... <laughs> Whatever. it's all nostalgia man it's all nostalgia like pokemon is is it's it's in a league of its own for sure Listen, Rob, we um, all know which one's the more of the hardcore of the games right it's definitely the pokemon versus call of duty Come well on. of course so this this piece right here this conversation piece is going to be a lot, i'm gonna i'm interested to see what you guys think about the game i'm interested to see like what pokemon you guys have um i'm again i've told us i've told you guys this before i'm a pokemon fan but a very like bare bones i just kind of like fair oh, like yeah, kind of like on the surface kind of Pokemon fan. Um, so, binge. I'll start with you, Kevin. What 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 team did you did you start compiling up with? Well, um, I don't know if your viewers are aware of this, but there's a, a version you can play kind of called like a Nuzlocke. You just have like some self imposed rules. If you just play the game so much, you know what you're doing. Um, just mm-hmm. added difficulty. So, I did start off with Chimchar because you got to start with the fire. Can you, guy. can you explain a Nuzlocke for for people that don't know what exactly a Nuzlocke for sure. run looks like? Um, so I'm going to be honest, I didn't know up until I, I started following you. Gotcha. So okay, first rule is you can only catch one Pokemon per route. So let's say Route One in Gen One, Pidgey and Raptor. The first one you run into, that that's the only one you can catch, and you have to nickname. Um, if that Pokemon faints, it's considered dead, and it needs to be bought. You have to nickname it. You, that's you part have of the rules. To. Yep. Oh, oh, I thought that was just like an added thing you did. No, no, no. no you no. have to nickname yeah. Pokemon. Oh. Because like the original person that made it up, he said like, you know, it builds a better bond with your Pokemon or something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So again, if it, if it faints, it's dead. You have to release it. And um, yeah, once you white, white out or black out, game's over. So you have to like, you know, strategize a little bit. It's a little bit more tricky. There's different alterations to it. You can go hardcore mode, can't use items and stuff like that, but. I don't go. Oh my I don't go that nuts. I just, you know. Yeah, that's that's, that's if, if they faint, they're gone essentially. So revives are pretty much useless yep. in the game. No, nope. you can sell them. Sell them does... for a couple bucks. That's about it. Sure, okay. sure. Yeah. Have you ever like completely whited out? Yeah, I've had a couple of runs where things went sour, Jeez. right? But so then, does that end your like your actual like your episode? Like your does that end like your whole stream Se- series is over? Like you'd have to start all the way back to the beginning, right? Wow, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, just that's it's self-imposed, right? But it's fun. Do you know? I don't know if you know this answer or not, but do you know how this all started? Like, do you know like where the, um, like who made this? Like, when did this start happening? Because I feel like this was out of nowhere. Like, again, I started following <laughs> you, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, well, I don't know who, who exactly it was, but I think it started off as like, like a comic series. Like, someone was like mm-hmm. detailing what was happening in the events, and it just kind of like online, anyways, it kind of like caught caught fire. And right, right. Yeah, so, since then, like the name comes from a Pokemon named Nuzleaf, and yeah, I know that. And Pokemon. John Locke from Lost randomly, <laughs> so it's okay, so it's a okay. Nuzlocke. So I don't know all the details of how it got created, but 
Yeah. If you, if you just type in Pokemon now, first thing that pops up on YouTube is probably a Nuzlocke. Do you think because of uh, Twitch plays Pokemon, that run, do you think that's when it, like the Nuzlocke thing kind of exploded? There's that. And then uh, Jaden Animations. I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen her. Um, she detailed, like, she like animated what happened in her story. And that one's got, like, millions and millions of views, right? So that one kind of... Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. That is but, interesting. but it's been around for a while, right? Yeah, it's been, it's been around for a hot minute now, yeah. Okay. See, I've never heard of it until this year. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. You're behind the times, man. Yeah, for sure. Well, the Pokemon That's times, crazy. anyways. Yeah, Pokemon times, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I think... Yeah. I don't know. So, I've never played this game. I, I just... Come to find that out, I'm like I've never played Diamond and Pearl. You never played Diamond and Pearl when never. on a DS. No, I, I wow. must have missed it. Yeah. So uh, I, I'll, I'll explain my thoughts later. But Rob, what did you? Um, so who did you pick as your starter? All right. So the obvious choice is Chimchar. Thank you. Okay. okay. Um, my comp right now. Let me pull up my switch. I got my nifty switch right here. All right. Damn it! I love right, my switch. Right, right now we're rocking. Uh, we got Starvar Star Starvia Starvia. Is that how you say it? Staravia. This. Starvavia. That's how I say it. Uh, a, Monf- a Monferno, which is the evolved form of uh, Chimchar. Yeah. Uh, Luxio, which is the, the kitty. Uh, I have a Togepi that I how found f- under, underground in the, the underground thing. I don't know if you're, you're that far yet. Um, I have a Psyduck, and I got a Rosalina. A Ros- Ros- Rosalia. Not Rosalia. It's pretty good. That's what okay. I got. So... Back to Kevin, where, I, I want to see where are you guys as far as, and then I'll ask you guys, like, what do you think about the game? Um, where are you as, like, how far along are you in uh, Pearl right now? Um, I am currently at the second gym, just like two steps away from taking on Gardenia. She's the gym leader there. And my team's in like the 23, 24 range. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm right past the gym. Um, I'm about to enter the third city. Um, and yeah, we're, we're, you're pretty much like right behind me. Kevin, honestly, I'm actually we're all kind of on the same boat. I just beat the second gym leader right now, so yeah, that's funny. So, have you guys been underground yet? Nope, no. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, is that is that a spoiler? Because we don't want to spoil. No, it's not a spoiler. So, there's a new thing they added for this iteration of the game, the remake. It's called the underground, which you basically just like dig a hole underground, and there's like this whole world under there and there's different um you can like mine for like uh different for stones for um heart scales and then there's like these areas these random areas within the underground where there's wild pokemon that they're walking they're literally walking around it's not like the grass they're just walking around yeah and sometimes there's like super rare pokemon in there that you wouldn't normally get above ground and it's this huge access way of all these tunnels and random, and it, it it takes literally like forever. You you can't do it in one shot. It literally literally takes forever. It's like a marathon. Um, I remember I went down there and I saw Han Doom, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna catch this Han Doom!" And he used Roar on me and he ran away, and I couldn't catch him again. But the underground is a, like a new thing that they didn't add that they didn't have in the previous version. So I can't wait for you guys to get to that part. Okay, so we haven't missed it yet. No, it's right, literally right after you beat the gym leader. That's when you do it. Gotcha. That's interesting. That's awesome. I'm excited for that for sure. So, all right, let's let's just talk. Let's just talk Diamond Pearl. So, Kevin, what are your thoughts right now? I mean, you, you've gotten past the second, or you're about to finish the second gym leader. Like so far, what do you think of the game? In a word, lazy. Yeah. Oh, 
Okay. I like this. The, 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 I like the game's this. a bit lazy, and the reason I say that, I know we, I know why we like, I know why we brought him on. We <laughs> like this guy. Yeah, yeah. Speaking my language. Yeah. I mean, the problem is they, they've had a lot of experience with remakes, and generally in the past there was a reason for the remakes. So you had Fire Red, Leaf Green. You had uh, Heart Gold, Soul Silver, and then Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, and then Kanto got another remake and Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Mm-hmm. E- each one of those they had a reason. So like in Leaf Green and Fire Red, you know, there was no held items, there were no abilities, so they're catching up the old gen with the, the modern day. And, right. and the same with Heart Gold and the same with Omega Ruby, because then there was like uh, Mega Evolutions. Now, this is the first time I can think of that the remakes are very, very true to the originals, and there's nothing new. Like, there's no, I mean, if you're familiar with Sword well, and Shield. Well, the underground is new. I will tell you, like, once you sure. get it, that is a new thing they added. 100%. But, I mean, some of the game mechanics, like Mega Evolutions, like, they're, they're completely done away with. Um, they were in Sword and Shield. And when it comes to, like, Dynamaxing and Gigantamaxing, it doesn't make sense to be able to do that in Sinnoh because that's supposed to be, like, Galar exclusive. Like, it's to their story. But, like, there's nothing, there's nothing new. There's nothing new to this game. It's, it's essentially Diamond and Pearl with, like, a fresh coat of paint. Well, I'm going to have to say, I agree with you 100%. This feels like the same game that I played all those years ago, essentially with better graphics, you know, the Pokemon 3D now. Um, the the graphics, you know, the cheapy style, right? I didn't really like that at first. I was like, this is stupid. But then as I'm going through, I'm like, okay, this makes sense that they did it this way. Um, Does it? But yeah. I, huh? Does it make sense? Well, I'm, I mean, uh, oh, nothing makes sense. Okay. Let me rephrase that. I got, I didn't, I don't, I don't hate it as much. I got used to it. I was like, okay, it's, this is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But yeah, you nailed it on the head. Every set, every time there's a remake, there's a reason for the remake. Yep. There's, you know, you have like Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, right? It's like they have their primal forms, which is like a big different story arc then. And then they go up to space and yada, yada, which wasn't an original game there's nothing different about this game and this game feels a hundred percent like a cash grab more so and, than and all the other ones facts a hundred percent facts a hundred percent speak what do you think Elf? i'll go you ahead sorry uh, yeah i mean again i never played this game before so i'm not going i'm not basing it off of anything previously so this is like fresh to me again pokemon game is a pokemon game they're kind of all the same if you know in the grand scheme of it but it it does feel lazy. I agree with you, only because I feel like I've done this before, and I don't. And I'm not sure if it's just because I played, you know, previous Pokemon games. And I'm like, this is just the same thing I've done before. I already know, just kind of like the the, just the 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 mechanics that they do all the time, right? And I think one of my major issues with Pokemon is that they don't keep the same mechanics as other generations, right? And and like the you you mentioned, Kevin, like the the what's it called the the mega, mega evolutions evolution. or the those things like those those are sick and me and, you know rob and i always talk about those mega evolutions being like really dope oh and i God, wish that so they continued kept every the, time right and i feel like they should have continued that and maybe you know worked on it a little bit more as they kept going with each um you know each pokemon game but they they don't do that they they, they make something really cool in one pokemon game and then they just kind of scrap it completely and start something fresh and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't and this one, like you're saying, Kevin, it doesn't have anything. And there's no, there's no like 
anything that's grabbing my attention for this game besides doing the regular, you know, routine, gra- catching Pokemon, going into, uh, you know, these towns and getting these badges and doing, you know, the same thing that I've been doing for the past 15 years. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's, that's the problem with Pokemon at this point is um, it's the same thing. Like, you can break down the story. You start off, you're either a boy or girl, doesn't live with his dad, it's only the mom. Um, you get what is up with that? <laughs> you, you always yeah, get a choice was, of three. Like they're, they're just dead, deadbeat. They're always deadbeats, like, right? Like you get a choice of three Pokemon: fire, water, grass. You have to collect eight badges. You got to fight Elite Four. You become champion. Like I get the formula, so they don't have sure. to like work on the story really. And there's always a bad bad guy team as well, right? Like, that's that's just yeah. status quo. So everything else should be like that's your time to shine, right? Like get the graphics looking good. Um, this game came out in 2006, 15 years ago. So since the last remake, I think it was Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. That was in 2014. They've had like seven or six years to work on this. And it, Does Let's Go count? That that seems different, but I'll give Let's Go credit that the the graphics are better, and they at least yeah. tried something different with the catch mechanic. I fucking hate it, but at least they tried <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, I hate right? it too. I, they made it like the, they made it like the Pokemon Go mechanic, oh. and I was like, no, no, yeah. this is not stop. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And here's here's the worst part. The graphics actually aren't bad in this game when you're in a battle. Like, why would you have the sprites look better in battle only? That's a fucking tease, boys. Yeah, that's 100% true. I'm not a fan of the the graphics in this game. It does look a little... I I noticed some of the subtle things. Like, your, your little chibi character... When you're running around, like he does, like slight animations. As if you just stand there, right? If you're just idle for a little bit, he does kind of like move around and do stuff like that. Again, I'm I'm talking about stuff that I've played years ago. You guys are much more advanced with as far as like playing like the more recent games. But that was a little nod. I'm like, oh, okay. They they kind of added that to it. But honestly, everything else is literally the same thing. Like you said, Kevin, except for the the battles, like they look a little bit more vibrant, a little bit more different in, in, in environments, right? But everything else, I'm like, okay, I've, I've done this before, you know? Yeah. I have two things for you guys. Sure. Um, Kevin and Kelvin. Um, if they did away with the chibi graphics and they stuck to the graphics that are in Sword and Shield, would you have liked that better? Do you think that would have been okay? I, I think so. I, in my opinion, I, I would have liked I, – I do like the Sword and Shield graphics better for sure. So, yes. I, I like the Sword and Shield graphics, but even then, like – we, we've played other games on the Switch. We know what the Switch is capable of. And it just seems like Game Freak just phones these things in, man. And, and, and to the credit, Game Freak didn't even make this game. They, like, outsourced it. So th- mm-hmm. they're literally like, hey, man, we can't be fucking bothered with this shit. Right? That That's my problem with it. And if, if I were to give a rating for this, I'd probably still say, despite what I'm saying, it's probably like a 9 out of 10. And the reason I say that is because Diamond and Pearl are 9 out of 10. It's essentially Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, but in terms of a remake, I'd say it's it's a great remake for a 3ds. Yeah, I I I was thinking that too. I was like, this isn't doesn't feel like a Switch game to me. This feels like a three. This should be on the 3ds. And I think the reason why this game gets a big pass, and we'll talk about this later, is because Legends of Arceus is right around the corner. If that game wasn't around the corner, and this was the only Pokemon game we got for this year coming up to next year, I think people would be very very angry. 100%. Again, I'm going to probably go a little bit into the politics of gaming and stuff like that, which you know I love, but you you hit the nail right there, Kevin, with just Game Freak or whoever started building this game is they're they're the culprits here they're constantly making games that are just kind of like cash grabs and why uh, again, why do we need two versions of the game besides capturing the Pokemon 
that Thank are you. like slightly different from one another. Like, why can't they just do that in one single game and then call it a day? I get the money portion of it. Like, yeah, it's been that form has been working for X amount of years. Let's keep hey, doing it. But it? at certain at, at a certain point, like people have to speak up, right? Name another gaming like, franchise crazy. that could do this. Exactly, nothing else could get away with this. I, right. I think there were there in the past there were there were different. Um, Legend of Zelda did it with Oracle Seasons and Ages. They got away with it once. <laughs> they never did yeah, it again. But they they just, did it once just to see yeah. how it worked. They probably it probably was successful, but they didn't do it again. You know? Here's and, the, here's the worst again. problem though is like in Diamond and Pearl. So Gen Four, they had a definitive edition that was platinum. So if they're gonna remake these games, remake the definitive edition. So it should just mm-hmm. be like here's one game that says Diamond and Pearl, or here's Pokemon Platinum. That's it. That's all they need to do. Right. And not only that, but if you look at the marketplace for the, uh, the eShop, they have both of them bundled. But it's not much of a difference. Like you, you still pay. It's, Pokemon. it's a, it's just yeah. Pokemon. It's a penny more. It's a penny more, Rob. It's a penny more. Like, so what is the point of that? I don't understand their their strategy. Honestly, I don't understand. I'm with you, boys. I'm with this. I don't um, know, man. So what? Are, so what? What's what's every what's everyone's take on it? Like we love the game just because it's nostalgic and it's basically a, a fresh paint of coat, fresh coat of paint from like the previous versions, but it's not anything to kind of you know go crazy for, right? Yeah, as soon as I beat it and go through it, I'll probably put it down and, and not play it ever, touch it ever again. That's just me. I know Kevin might be a little different for you. Um, yeah. But I, I just I, I play the Pokemon games because again, it's it's a, it's like it's almost like that Call of Duty effect, right? It's Call of Duty has is, they come out Call of Duties and it's the same game, but it's a fresh, uh, you know, paint paint job paint whatever. Paint, yeah. And then with this same thing, it's like it's the same. I'm doing the same thing over and over again every iteration for the most part. Um, and I think the only game in recent memory that kind of broke away from that was Sun and Moon. I think Sun and Moon kind of kind of challenged that because they got rid of the the gym leaders. Um, they try to give it a, an actual story with the 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 Ultra Beast and stuff like that, like really change up the formula. Yep. Um, and then they kind of like took a step back, um, a step backwards with Sword and Shield. Like they were like, oh, we're gonna make this open world, but like not re- we're not gonna really stick to being open world. It's gonna be like half open world. So they're they're kind of in a weird place right now. I think. And Sword and but, Shield was the last time we could have all the Pokemon in one game. Hasn't mm-hmm. happened since. Mm-hmm. Right. And then Sun and Moon, that was the one that kind of had the most heat on it, right? Like That yeah. was more backlash that people were like, oh, I don't like this. And they kind of like steered away from it. from the from, Be- you know, Because from only the because I think they got rid of gym leaders. The gym leaders I think yeah. if they would have kept the gym leaders yeah. in to some extent, I think that would have been a lot less people would have had a backlash. But because it was just like the totem Pokemon and it was just, it was too radical, I think. Yeah. So this question is for you too. I have no say in this, but what are your favorite remakes from the Pokemon games? You go first, Kevin. I, I probably years ago would have said Heart Gold, Soul Silver, just because it, it, like the difference between the original Heart or Gold and Silver it was drastic. But I think lately I'd probably say Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire because that brought literally to the the most modern uh, mechanics, Mega Evolutions. There wasn't anything missing. They had items, we had abilities, we had everything, right? So I'd say that's probably the best one for me. Mm. I'm gonna go out and say I I, I it was uh, again uh, Soul Silver and Heart Heart Gold, but it changed. And I think Fire Red Leaf Green were probably the two best. Um, 
because I remember Silver playing Silver, and I, that was my favorite game. And I was like, oh my god, you could go back to Kanto and, and beat all those gym leaders. Um, it was a very complete game. Versus right. I Red that. and Blue wasn't really a complete game compared to Silver. And now that I was able to go back to to Red and it being, you know, with the Game Boy, game Boy Advance mechanics at the time, and it just, there's more to do, I felt like it, it was a game that it, it was actually meant to be. So I'm going to say Fire Red, I think, was the best remake. Good call. So, Rob, you mentioned earlier that they, uh, Pokemon Company is getting a, kind of like a, a free pass because Pokemon Arceus is coming out soon, right? Yes. So what do you think about that game as a whole right now? It's coming out soon. It's coming out in January, right? And that is a completely different game from what we see so far based off of like the mechanics, based off of the art style. That looks like a game that we've been waiting for for them to change, right? We've been talking about them changing the, the style and stuff like that. Like, would this be the game, you think? I think right now it's kind of a, a trial. They're going to see how it does and see how people what people think of this new formula. And if people clamor over it and they love it, then you best believe they're going to probably start sticking to this type of formula more. But if this game gets shot down and people are talking negatively about it and it's, oh, it's not the form, it's, you know, it's completely different, um, then they'll probably stop and stick to the original formula, um, in my opinion. Because it's essentially leaning towards more what people want, more so than Sword and Shield was, right? Like, this is actually, you can go, you have a base, you go out into the world and you actually fight the Pokemon versus, like, capture like it's 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 different formula compared to what it usually is um so i have high expectations for it because i am a pokemon fan but i'd be crazy to think that this is going to be like a 10 out of 10 or something like that right off the jump kevin well rob says he has high expectations because he's a pokemon fan it's because i'm a pokemon fan that i have low ass expectations man like oh wow yeah honestly wow. i i Polar figured opposites. you don't seem like you're really you're excited, excited for this about game. it yeah no so what are your what are your what is tempering your your expectations what's what's why are you wary what's of holding game? you back yeah yeah do you guys like the wild area and sword and shield it's all right. It's fucking boring. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate it, it's, but it's, it's all right. It's, it's wide open. There's nothing there. I, I think. Right. I think they're gonna assume that that's what people want, and it's gonna be like that. There's gonna be little missions or side missions in there. I think, and obviously there's differences. Like they're gonna try to borrow from Breath of the Wild. Like you're gonna be able to fly, jump on the uh, what is it the Basket Legion. Like there's gonna be things different, but I feel like it's gonna be like void of content. That so it's gonna sense. be too bare. You think yeah. the world's gonna be very bare? Okay. I, I hope not. But like their track record, man, it's not it's not great. Yeah, they they, they never deviate too far from what the, they normally do. So I think they're gonna just like okay, well, Wild Area is close, so it's gonna be something like that. I I'm terrified that that's what's gonna be, but yeah, I don't know. I'm still gonna buy See, it. But. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I I think, and and I'm probably giving them the way more benefit of the doubt than I should, but I feel like Pokemon Sword and Shield was the Wii U of Pokemon, right? So that was just them testing the waters. And they're like, okay, this is what I feel like people want for for a Pokemon game, and it was it was somewhat to to, to some extent, right? Like we wanted kind of like an open world. Problem is, like Kevin said, it was way too bare, right? Mm-hmm. This one, I mean, I don't know, but I feel like they were testing the waters with Sword and Shield, and that this can actually hit home for all of us if they kind of got all the feedback from Sword and Shield, and they're like, okay, we get what people want. We see some of the feedback that people what what they didn't like what they did like 
now let's include that into Arceus. That's my expectations. That's my hope. Will they pull it off? I I don't know. We'll see. You know. Well, what, what I'm hoping, where Game Freak did kind of pass the buck on Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, I'm hoping it's because they're putting a big emphasis on Legends Arceus. I'm hoping, but again... I mean, they did put out a statement not too long ago saying, like, we hear your 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 thoughts and we understand your frustration. Like, we, you know, essentially, I don't have the quote in front of me, but they said something about, we will, we, we, we hear you, we will do better. So I don't know if that means in this iteration of Arceus or maybe in the following game, but they they understand people's frustration as far as, like, the, the constant, like, you know, same, you know, notion of playing the same game over and over and over again, you know? Yeah. All right. I think this is the most ambitious game they've had in a while. Um, so that's why I think that it's it's going to be at least somewhat successful. And again, I as long as it has like a good story too, like that's one thing I'm missing for Pokemon is I really want a good story that I care about and not traditional like I'm a trainer and I'm going to go and catch all the Pokemon and I'm going to beat the Elite Four and that's going to be the game and there's going to be a legendary Pokemon on the way and he's going to help me beat the bad guys and that's, you know what I mean? Like I really hope nailed it. this one. Nailed it. It's a, you know what that's I mean? what it's going to be though. I think it's still, I, I think they're going to be like, this is completely different but then somehow it's going to be like, okay, there's no gym leaders. There's just like epic trainers. There's just going to be eight of those or something, right? Like it's, I think it's still going to hit all the same notes. Yeah. I don't know because there's going to be Pokemon that are literally going to try and kill you, and that has never ever been done before. Touche. We'll see. You know, there's, like, there's some things have... that they've changed, and I'm like, okay, you've got my attention because, again, the story, like you're talking about, Rob, setting it way back in, you know, previous Pokemon games, it's like 30 right? like, years, it's like a 30 year formula, like it's the same crap. It's but like I, Mario games, like Peach is always getting stolen, yeah. like and yeah. taken away from Bowser, and it's like, come on. Really? But just to, like as far I'm talking about the story, as far as like having it being based off of like you know, mil, like thousands of years ago. I don't know the the exact. Yeah, yeah. That is cool. I'm like, okay, cool. So that that kind of makes me a little bit interested because then you have these Pokemon that are like, you know, like I, they have like a, a iteration of Growlithe or something, right? I yep. forget the name of that Pokemon. That looks cool, and they they have has a story behind that that Pokemon. That's like those things kind of build the the story for us as well, not just the linear path that you know. You know, like you said, going into getting those eight badges, going to Elite Four. There's also side stories that you can build based off of these Pokemon that you capture and understanding like their heritage and all that stuff. Like that's cool to me. Kevin, I have a question for you. Sure. In Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, Kelvin, you're not gonna know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. I'm um, just listening. That's fine. <laughs> um, but do you think they're going to include Giratina's uh, like story? Or Arceus's story within Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. You know how like you had to get Arceus in the DS games where it was like you pretty much couldn't get him. You had to like get like the special egg item that was like really exclusive to Japan or something, and then it would unlock a cutscene to actually get Arceus. Do you think they're they're going to do that in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, or that he's going to be MIA from the game? Well, what I was thinking they might do, and again, I have no knowledge above like beyond this, but they're probably going to have DLC. Right, and they'll probably call it the Platinum DLC, right? And then that's how you're going to be able to unlock your team. It's going to be like a separate area, like they just did this with uh, the Crown Tundra, and and yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like they're like, hey, people bought that, so why would they deviate from that? Like that—that's what I think they're going to end up doing. Again, I can't speak for what happens at the end of the game because I haven't got there yet, but I don't know. The only thing, uh, the only reason why I'm saying it might happen in this game is because when when you go into that underground. And you're doing like digging and, and you're trying to find these fossils and all these items. 
I found one of the plates that Arceus uses for to to change his like typing. You know how you like equipped a, a plate to him, yeah, like a zap plate. So yeah. yeah, so that's why I'm thinking like he's definitely in the game somehow. But how is he in the game? Yeah, well, I think uh, the, the plates can be used. Can they also be used by just regular Pokemon, like to boost up like electric? If you have a zap plate, does it work for them as I well? Think so. I'm not 100 percent sure. Okay. He's probably in there. It's in some way or another, right? But, yeah. Yeah. So expectations for this game, high or low? Kevin, yours is low for sure. Rob? Kind of like they're high, and of. I don't want them to be, but, but they they're are. high. They are. You're, yeah. you're full blown. You're like, let's go. I'm ready for yeah. the type thing. I just like, if this game sucks, you know, whatever. <laughs> it is going to suck. But. It is what it is, man. It's And, I, and it's rare for me. Usually I'm the Debbie Downer. Usually. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you're right. And I'm the Pokemon yeah, guy. I'm, I'm, I'm the Debbie Downer of Pokemon. It's weird. But you're the realist. Like, that's the thing I like. You, like yeah. Especially with your content. Like, you, you've said it in multiple streams, too. You're like, I'm not going to play this game. Like, for example, Pokemon Unite. Like, I'm not going to play this game because I don't think it's fun. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, it doesn't have, just because it has Pokemon slapped on it, you're not going to play it. And that's what right. I like. I like about you. You know, like, that's the cool part. Um, so this game, like, it, it could either be a hit for you. It could not be a hit for you. Like, it depends. It really has to, we have to see and find out. Are you going to stream it? Or are you going to try to actually, like, I'll definitely, you know, once make I get some content out of it? Yeah, I'll definitely make some content out of it. But again, like, I've got, I've got series on the channel now that, you know, they just came to an abrupt end because I was just like, I'm just not feeling it. I feel like maybe yeah. my viewers not feeling me feel it. So then why would I do that? So 100%. 100%. Yeah, I, I agree. But if you do make the, uh, do the RCS video, I will 100% be tuning in and watching that. So yeah, sounds that's, good. That's going to be fun. Any final thoughts on Pokemon at all in, in general? Oh, I have one thing for you guys before we head out. Um, the ex- the experience you get for all your Pokemon, you know, when you win a battle, they all yeah. get experience yeah. and they all level up at the same time. How do you feel about that? Not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan either. It's put, it puts the game on easy mode. It's that's, so easy. Okay. I, that's something we didn't touch on. And I, and I feel like I've been flying past this game and I haven't even really put that much time into it. I think it put like three hours. But I don't I don't have any challenge in this game. Like what no. is the challenge in this game? Cynthia, the last I mean, Cynthia might be a challenge for you. Yeah, you so? <laughs> Cynthia's so? insane. She's a freaking insane like four champ. She's the champ, right? Yeah, she's champ. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll see. But, but that's one of those things where they, I don't know. They they like baby ass this game for some reason, and I'm just not. I don't know. Like I'm just not feeling how easy it is. And I, has Pokemon been hard before? No, for sure, right? But, I, I I would argue red and blue at the time were. were could be the elite hard. four i remember them being a bitch but that was like, like lance was not a fun time with his three yeah. dragonites i remember that as a kid i was like this sucks <laughs> do you remember buying <laughs> you like 50 like 100 uh hyper potions as much as you can just to try Over to get stores. there and then you die and you're like 20 you have you use like half of your more than half of your hyper potions like that's crazy but rob what were you saying bitch? you said the right thing though you said as a kid it was difficult the problem is they're not scaling these to their consumer so mm-hmm. this game like i said it's 15 years old so let's say you're 10 years old and you've played diamond and pearl you're 25 now. Like, make a game that a 25-year-old would be, like, captivated with. They're just pumping up yeah. the same thing. Like, I know they're, they're yeah. it's a kid's game, so we're arguing about a kid's game at, at the core of it. But but is it, though, at the same time, like, they know who their audience is. Yes, they know it, who's buying this game, you know what I mean? Right. For the fact, you know, like, it's the same thing with Pokemon cards. Like, you know, it's for kids, we know that, but exactly. they know people are scalping them, and they know people are selling them because they know they're worth money. Yeah. So, like... 
they know who they're who they're dealing with or even incorporate a mechanic in the game where like it scales the difficulty depending on how your pokemon levels mm-hmm. are or you know how many poke i hate that i fight all these uh, trainers and they have like one pokemon like dude i have six you think you that's how they me? balance out the that's why they balance out with the experience all because they didn't want to give the trainers like four or five different pokemon to go to, to battle through like the old games did so but again like man we, we acknowledge that this is a ds game that's just got like a fresh coat of paint on it how much more would it take for them just just at the beginning of the game have like a easy mode normal mode and like champion mode Right. So that way, right. like someone like us going in, it's going to like cause you to actually focus and play the game. Like, yes, po- the problem with Pokemon, it's a very passive game for me. Like I could be watching something on Netflix and battling the champion at the same fucking time. Like, and you could just right. easy. Just go. Yeah. You're just, I was you're playing tapping, Halo yesterday. A. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was <laughs> playing Halo with you, Rob, and I was playing Pokemon at the same time. Because I was dying, and then I'm like, all right, I gotta, you know, I gotta, I'm fighting this Pokemon or something. I'm just like using my, you know, playing the button, and then I'm like, oh, right back onto Halo and shit. So, my yeah, I was level, both of those. my level 20 Pokemon should not be able to one shot another level 20 Pokemon at this point in the, in the game. Like, it, yeah. it shouldn't be a thing. I, I get it. Like, oh, it's a super effective attack and whatnot, but still, even then, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, and I feel like the trainer should be a little bit smarter as far as, like, what Pokemon they're using. Like, again, we're talking about a game that, are they really going to do this in, in down the line? Probably not because, again, they're scaling this for, for kids. But wouldn't it be awesome if they did, if they actually gave you that opportunity to play this game in a more difficult light where you're, like, actually challenged a little bit more? Like, I think oh. I would much rather play that and love Pokemon way more if that was the case. I, th- I Pokemon. <laughs> oh, so what are you saying? I was gonna say I think that's what you guys are thinking. Arceus is going to be like how hard would it be just just make a Pokemon game that's just fifteen and up instead of like six and up. Just just step yeah, give up us a mature Pokemon game. Exactly, give us yeah. A, yeah, give it give us a rated M uh, Pokemon game. I want to see some blood. I want to see you know just Pokemon eating <laughs> each other. Like, I, I want exactly. that. Shit, you know, what I mean? that's not what I meant. But okay, <laughs> that's what I meant. I want Gengar <laughs> haunting my dreams and stuff, yeah, exactly. tormenting me. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. All right, guys. Well, this has been episode 46 of the Project Gaming Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Binge, where can they find you on YouTube? Binge Worthy Gaming uh, on, nice. on YouTube. I got all the binge, just the right amount of cringe. It's, uh, yeah. Love that. Just just Pokemon games. And again, I've got a little bit of Cuphead on there. I got you know, some platformers, but yeah, pretty simple. Awesome. 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 Rob, any final thoughts? No, guys, again, go watch uh, Binge's stuff on his channel. It, it's great stuff. You know, every time I try and chime in and he does his live streams, I'm always in. He'll, he'll even if you're if you're live streaming, he'll name one of his Pokemons after you. All right. So do you got me chiming like, in right, like 10 minutes before work? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm over here in the parking lot waiting for my time to get in to punch in. And I'm just like, oh, shit, Binge on. Let me just watch him play a little bit. And I'm just like in the parking lot watching you play. Like, I'm telling you, his content's good. Check it out. It's good, it's good stuff. So. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for watching and until next time.